0: Hello, hello, hello. I'm Bad Albert. <laughs> nope. Oh, no. Bill Cosby is Hi. not part of the Female Gaze. Oh, oh God. Redo. Katz. Redo. Fire me now. Redo. Welcome to the Female Gaze Podcast. Hi. I am Jesse Katz. Joined by... Alana
1: Rodriguez.
0: (laughs) Here for your weather and traffic report.
1: You know, I used to be the weather girl in college. Did you? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. I was a broadcast journalism major, shout out Syracuse, and um, one of our classes, you had to like rotate, Uh and I only thrived as the weather girl because I just was not, I was not good anywhere else, but I was great at being like, it's going to rain today, you know? You should start doing that for this show then, I guess. I will. That'll be our
0: new segment. (laughs) Okay, be prepared girl. next time okay, to talk yeah, about the weather. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, very excited for you to hear today's episode. We have an awesome guest, Miss Eves, in the house. Ow! She's such a badass and also was just an amazingly chill, fascinating person to talk to. So we loved having her in. Um, she has a new EP out called Me A F. Is that, you're supposed to say that? I like, like how that, you said right? it. I think
1: you need a little more, like, uh, Me A F.
0: Yeah, I can't do that. That's what you're here for. Me A F. Oh. Um, And last year she had a full-length album out called Feminasty. She also has a new single out called Santa Please. It's not what you think. It's Mm. actually a request for Santa to deliver a little impeachment for the holidays. We love it. You guys should check it out. So she will be here talking to us about all of that and how she became this iconic hip-hop artist, feminist, badass that she is today. Yeah. But first, we're going to kick off with our new favorite segment, Float Your Boat. Toot, toot. And we're adding a flip side to the segment, which is called Uh, Be In Your Bonnet.
1: Okay, I need to give some context because Jesse loves the phrase. First of all, sound effects. Yes, I'll be doing that. But also these like cutesy little like Be In Your Bonnet, (laughs) Float Your Boat. So the agreement is I get to do the sound effects and I have decided that for Be In Your Bonnet, it's going to be buzz, buzz, bitch.
0: Oh, okay. You know? Okay, whatever you need to do buzz. to feel comfortable buzz. with my lame phrases. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that this morning. I was like, these names of segments are so fucking lame. This is probably so embarrassing for Alana to be a
1: That's why I need this. to, first of all, no, I think that you are just special. <laughs> <laughs> You're special. But Thank I you. think, th- so the whole point of the bee in your bonnet, which is...
0: Wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, okay so- go. You... In defense of that phrase, I just think it's a phrase that is so perfectly illustrative of what it is describing, which is the idea of a thing that is fucking annoying and you just cannot shake it, right? Totally. So, having a bee <laughs> trapped inside your bonnet <laughs> is the wears most annoying a bonnet. Thing- <laughs> Who's wearing a bonnet? You know, they were baby. a fashion item once and everything comes back again. So get ready. Okay.
1: So 2024 when we're not on the radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I only gave us five years. Is that math? 2024. 20, 2018, 20, 19, 22, 22, It's
0: 2024. That's five, five years. years. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Any Anything else to add? I'm done. Okay. I'm, I quit. So should we just get to <laughs> the yeah, segments please. today? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um... I think both of our float your boat picks for the week uh, are actually responses to a little bit of feedback that we heard from one of our listeners who questioned why Alana and I haven't been a little bit more forthcoming about our personal lives on the podcast. And I think what this listener was referring to specifically was our sexuality, just to kind of ground everyone and where we're coming from. Interesting. Yeah. Um and this is something that I actually, you and I had talked about before we started the show. We said, should we just say, mm-hmm. at, you know, in the first episode, like, I'm Jessica Katz. I identify this way. These are my pronouns, my sexual identity, all of that. No, then we decided, no, it'll probably like just come out as we're talking and Natural. we don't need to like put it out there so blatantly. Um, but if people are wondering, I understand that too. I don't want it to be a question mark on anyone's minds, like a distracting thing, trying to you know, figure out whatever. Not that it's that interesting, but anyway. (laughs) Um, No, I get
1: it. I get it. Yeah, Um, yeah, I get it.
0: So, uh, but I do think because these days the personal is the political, right? Especially if you're a woman or a, especially a queer woman um, and you and I both identify that way, Mm -hmm. then it is important for people who are comfortable sharing those identities and experiences to do so. Uh, So, yeah, we're happy to do that. Alana and I have both dated men and women Mm -hmm. in that order, as many queer women do. uh, And that's how we identify. So, yeah, that's that. Okay, so that all is relevant for my float your boat today because to get personal, uh, I just found out that my ex-girlfriend has a new (laughs) girlfriend, which is Great. I'm very happy for them. She and I broke up mutually. We were on very friendly terms, have been on friendly terms. It's awesome. I think it's very healthy for both of us that she's moved on. Apparently, they are pretty serious, actually, which, you know, is a word choice that was a little TMI for me. But, you know, great. That's awesome. So in honor of this moment... (laughs) Of me receiving this news and, you know, starting a new chapter in my life. uh, I wanted to read a little portion from a book that I'm reading. Uh, And this is my pick for Float Your Boat to finally get to the fucking point here. Um, So (laughs) it's Abby Jacobson's book, I Might Regret This. Abby Jacobson is, of course, the co-creator and star of Broad City. She wrote a book that is about her real experience going on a cross-country road trip by herself after having her heart broken by her first girlfriend. And this book has had me laughing out loud and also wincing because a lot of it is all too real in a great way. So uh, that includes this part that I want to share, which is Abby imagining what her ex's life is like now that they have broken up. Oh, I like that. Okay, ready?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And hopefully Abby will come on this show at some point and she can read her own Abby. excerpts of her own <laughs> Abby, book. if
1: you're listening. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to do this justice, but just so you know, I'm such an admirer. This is why I'm doing this. Okay, here we go. It's unbelievable how happy my ex-girlfriend is. There isn't anyone happier in the history of people or happiness. It's a modern miracle. Her day-to-day is jam-packed with boundless joy, and she's never felt more fulfilled or satisfied in her whole life. She dances to places instead of walking. Her face hurts from smiling. Every coin she sees on the street is face up, and she gets triple punches on her coffee punch card every time, no matter who is the cashier that day. She's fucking all the hottest, smartest, funniest people, and they're doing stuff in bed I haven't even heard of. She's keeping all her plants alive, and not only that, flowers are blooming out of plants that don't even grow flowers. She's moved on in a way that has somehow deleted any trace of our relationship and found herself in a land of abundance, chock full of perfect dates and new romantic adventures. It's astounding how well she's doing. I can't believe it. And not only in love, but also with work, with friends, intimacy, fashion, even bagels. There isn't one area of her life that hasn't improved since we dated.
1: Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> this is when I just knock the mic off the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: so that's from I Might Regret This by Abby Jacobson. My float your boat, it is floating my boat in all the great and painful ways.
1: Is that, if we're getting personal, uh-huh. is that how you feel? Uh, Are you feeling those no, but feelings? I think
0: <laughs> when you find out that yeah. your ex has a new person, I think one of your first reactions is always well good for fucking them (laughs) even if you were the one who broke up with them or whatever even if you're dating somebody new totally there's always that moment of like oh well i I never existed basically okay
1: yeah 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 it's it's one of those things where the chapters literally and figuratively it's done yeah so
0: so it's pretty serious uh, actually It's pretty serious, actually. It's serious, actually. Hashtag.
1: <laughs> we should hashtag that. I think what's so funny is because it, how long has it been since they were dating? A few months now? Two months. Two months. And it's pretty serious, actually. <laughs> insert, that makes me laugh. Insert U-Haul joke there. Insert U-Haul joke there. But, you know, lesbians... <laughs> I have U-hauled. You have U-hauled. We all been there. We all all U-hauled. That's a great boat to float. I really like that. Okay, what's yours? Okay, so mine is also in response to some feedback that we've received. And it makes me laugh because I get this a lot. (laughs) I get this a lot. It's um, Alana, why do you fucking curse so much? (laughs) Like apparently it's distracting. I don't think the
0: people asking that are saying "fucking."
1: By the way, probably not. That would be very hypocritical. Why do you curse so much? <laughs> uh, my sister you said, "You couldn't a, even <laughs> repeat I their can't. question without cursing." It. It's who I am inside. The issue, and since I was a kid, I remember like my dad would walk around the house and he would instead of "motherfucker," he'd say like "motherflower." Like he'd say stuff to like, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> "I know," but I still did it. And my mom always said like, "You're never gonna find a boyfriend if you have like a sailor, a mouth of a sailor." Now it's just like endearing to her, I guess. But anyway, point is, because I'm. I'm I'm going on a tangent, is Jesse actually yeah. sent me this article. <laughs> it's called, Do Men Find Women Who Swear Unattractive? And I think this is really interesting, and it's it's funny that it specifically says men, um, because I, w- whatever, I'll, I'll get into a little bit, but obviously, like, that doesn't really apply apply romantically for me right now i think it does apply obviously in like the workplace like i say fu- like i have been in pitch rooms where i've been like you know what and that's just it's gonna be fucking great you right. know and i've said stuff like that and i think people now are used to like this is the personality we're bringing into the room i can't help it but mm-hmm. is it a turn off like probably <laughs> probably but what floats my boat about this article um featured in metro the um, writer, her name is Faima Bakar. I hope I pronounced that right. Shout out, Faima. She says something that's super interesting that f- totally floated my boat. It float my boat. Floated Flo- my boat. Floated your boat. Floated my boat. She <laughs> says, quote, But it's disturbing when women especially are told that swearing is unattractive or that it's too masculine because it presupposes that women have a duty to appear attractive. We do not. That's right. It's, you know, it. I think that's such an interesting thing to say. And I think it's so true because people automatically like you are now defeminizing like the English language. You are now taking ownership as a, if you are a man, you are taking ownership of the dictionary saying like these words are for the men. And if women interpret or choose to use these words, um, you are less ladylike. You are less of a woman, mm-hmm. you know, like some some of the men in the article were like, yeah, it just makes me feel really uncomfortable. Like all of a sudden they're like a dude. You know and I've gotten that I've had people say specifically men like oh man you you move like a dude like you act like a dude and I'm like cuz I talk like this what do you mean like I I don't know like that it's part of me that's never going to change I think it's um whether or not it makes me more or less attractive in your eyes or more or less like moving like a dude like I kind of like don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think
1: that women should be able to claim these words and like fem them up if that's what the issue is mm-hmm. or like let's just be equal and all say fuck shit dick cunt like whenever whatever we want to do. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know. I think it's just interesting that people still like when they hear a woman curse it's like ooh. Like you know yeah. you're, you're something like prickles on it the back stands of your out. Head.
0: Yeah. Although I would imagine and To our male listeners, and I know several of you are people that I work with every day, and shout out to you guys. (laughs) Shout out, dudes. My favorite listeners. Uh, I would imagine some of you find that attractive. I think it it also is sometimes a turn on. But either way, it doesn't fucking matter because we're not doing it for you. And so I have, like, many questions about this. One of them is that, is it that cursing sounds like anger? Because I know men Mm. also find anger in women to be unattractive. Off-putting. Whereas... We're supposed to see it as something like attractive mm. in men, um, but even but you would just as easily say like, "Can I have a fucking cup of coffee?" And there's no right. anger. It's just an right. adjective.
1: So I think. I think it's also about like vulgarity and going back to like women need to be these like demure, pristine little Persian princess, like cats. Not Persian princesses, Persian cats. (laughs) Persian (laughs) cats. So sorry. (laughs) So sorry. Um, you know what I mean? Like we have to be like cute and pretty and like baby smooth and like anything that we say that is, you know, remotely offensive is like vulgar. Like that woman is vulgar.
0: Right. Fuck that.
1: Fuck that. sorry sis
0: I love you don't ever change I I have not noticed your cursing at all so every time I hear this (laughs) bit of feedback because it's come from several sources I know I've been very surprised and I really love it so I
1: also encourage our listeners
0: to get comfortable with women cursing yeah let's just all let it fly a
1: big warm hug
0: that's right okay time for be in your
1: bonnet buzz buzz bitch uh okay should I go first, or yeah. you want to? Um, I'll I'll go first. Yeah. Although I was just talking for a lot, so maybe you. Yeah, but
0: you have a better voice. Let's hear it.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so obviously, again, to preface, be in your bonnet, something that's irking you, something that's bothering you for the week. Uh huh. I had a hard time with this. Um, but I think this week I want to talk about how sometimes taking the high road is annoying. Mm. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. uh... And this applies in any setting. Like, let's say it's at work. And there's, like, a coworker who's just being, like, a little fucking snake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, like, let's say you have, like, old friends, a friend group. I don't know. Like, people that are just being petty and... Um, it's annoying when you hear or you're in like certain situations where you really do kind of like have to take that quote high road and it's just like really annoying because sometimes you just want to not do that but at the end of the day like what is that going to solve right like whatever issues you're having at work or in your personal life like what is that going to do for you to stoop and be petty you know what I mean like yeah yeah I don't know. It's just there's nothing that bothers me more than feeling like I have a loaded gun in my back pocket full of petty ammunition that I can't just take out, shoot and fire. You know what I mean? Why can't you? You know, I, it's just <sighs> I don't want to be that person across the board. You know what I mean? Like I really see value in positivity and just like. At the, like at the end of the day, bottom line, like I'm really fucking happy in my life right now. Uh-huh. I really am. And it's like the little things that come, you know, here and there that poke and poke. It's like, what is that going to do for me? It's going to just make me feel shitty. Yeah. And for what reason? You know what I mean? Because like, listen, at the end of the day, like there are so many times where I've wanted to go full Eminem kill shot mode. You know, like what's that line that he says? He says, because um, you're a fucking molehill and I'm going to make a mountain out of you. <laughs> You know, when he says that, I'm going to make a mountain out of you. You know how many fucking mountains I'd want to make in fucking life? You know, whether it's like bullshit you're dealing with in, at, in whatever aspect, um, I would be making mountains. I, there would be a Rushmore times two. give me a Fuji, a Kilimanjaro. You know what I mean? Like, do you think it's as
0: just... a woman you have to take the high road more yes. than
1: men do? Yeah, I think so. I really do. And I think that it's a lot of biting your tongue. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you're in a corporate environment and there's, you know, men around you that are saying things that are just like irking you, Mm -hmm. not necessarily pettiness, but just like irkiness, like low blows. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you just kind of like, at what point you like, there's so many times where I just want to say like, you know what? Like you need a, you don't need to wave your big dick around here. Like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? But what is that going to do for me? Sure. You know what I mean? And in your personal life, whether it's like people that you used to be friends with, like, you know, th- there's always like that best friend group and people like fall apart or whatever it is or even like exes and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, people in general get salty and things happen and, you know, jabs are thrown left and right. And in my opinion, like you win overall when you don't see and say anything. You know, know.
0: that's the long game.
1: It's the long game. It's so hard
0: in the moment, Yeah, but it's It's the better play.
1: (laughs) It's hard in the moment, but like I want to always do to others as I would have them do to me. I always want to be respectful. Yeah. Um, Unless you like truly come for me, like come fully loaded, like don't forget petty, because I can be petty. I can be princess petty. I can get nasty. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But if you come for me direct in front of my face, like I'll fuck you up for sure. Right. You know what I mean? It's more a matter of that like psychological warfare that people try to pull on you. And it's just like, what the fuck's that going to do? Yeah. Like I'm happy. Let me fucking live. You know, no big dicks. No nothing.
0: Well, I hope that whatever put this particular bee on your bonnet this week buzzes <laughs> off.
1: I hope it all buzzes off, too. And you, that you win
0: this long game.
1: Yeah, I think I think I will.
0: I have faith in you. Thank you. I wouldn't want to be up against you.
1: I mean, come on. <laughs> come on.
0: You're intimidating. I'll fuck you up. That's right. <laughs> okay, my bee, my bee this week.
1: Buzz, buzz, bitch.
0: My fucking bee in my bonnet is the phrase girl crush. <laughs> it. Drives me nuts. And I spent some time this morning trying to figure out why, because it was really hard for me to put my finger on it. Tell me why. I I hope you'll help me work through this, but I think it has something to do with, well, two things. I don't want to hear a phrase that does not also work when applied to men. So until I hear straight dudes talking about how they have... Boy crushes on other dudes. This is annoying to me. And even then, it's like, what are we afraid of? Why can't you just say that you have a crush
1: on somebody? It's almost the equivalent when you just said that about men when they go, no homo, bro, but yeah, like, right. that dude's good looking. Yeah, so
0: I actually don't like that either. I yeah. think we should not say it either way. Agreed. Like, so my friend said to me the other day, she said, I have a girl crush on JLo. And I was like, okay. And First she was like, not even on her generally, but like, physically i have a girl crush on her physically so first of all welcome friend, to the party <laughs> that's called a crush <laughs> okay and just accept the fact that if your husband gave you a cheat day you would go sleep with jlo that is great no one on this planet is going to give you a problem for that mm. we all understand and relate you have a crush on jlo you don't have to qualify cuz that it, it that is exactly what it is it's mm-hmm. the no homo for no girls. homo I wanna fuck JLo yeah no not necessary yes homo yes yeah fuck JLo be confident in your own place on the spectrum yes and just say you have a crush on JLo right. or say you admire her or you think she's brilliant or whatever other way you wanna word it I don't care right but don't give me this like Middle road girl crush bullshit.
1: Right. And I, yeah, that's exactly, yeah, I, I hear that all, like, girl crush, but, like, you know, like, you hear that all the time, and you're like, okay, real crush, right? general crush, right. like, let's all just, what, let's all crush, you don't say boy crush, right? you know what I mean, if you're a cis straight woman.
0: Yeah. Also, I wonder if it, or not if cis- it, like, reminds me of times, like, hang out with a bunch of straight friends, and they're all like, oh, yeah, like, I have such a girl crush on Megan Fox, and you're the only one <laughs> in the group is thinking... Yeah, but I was, I would, you know, I would, I would fuck that.
1: <laughs> I like how uncomfortable you got before you said that you went,
0: fuck, I know, fuck, I'd f- fuck that because uh, that, that's my internal monologue. <laughs> oh um, my god! No, I was actually thinking if I wanted to say that about Megan Fox, but she's really hot. There's also been this really interesting conversation happening on Twitter over the last couple of weeks, and I think there was an article written about this which kicked it off, which I'm sorry that I can't specifically cite right now, but about how um, the male critical response to Jennifer's body. Totally killed that movie's momentum and kept its intended audience away from it mm. uh, and how it's actually this amazing feminist film that like everybody should adore yeah. except for men who weren't into it because it wasn't for their pleasure
1: it was probably too smart uh
0: yeah so i encourage everyone to revisit that movie and megan fox is great in it um (laughs) anyway we fuck
1: (laughs) and she is a crush not a girl crush right yeah disclaimer
0: yeah okay so that's my b for the week i really like
1: this segment
0: i like it too
1: it's fun it's great you know it's like the rose and the thorn yeah and let me tell you just quickly going back to pettiness is i had to (laughs) I had to center myself and shout out to my best friend Maddie, who I was. I remember when we first were talking about the B in the bonnet, and I was like, "I got a (laughs) B. You want to hear this B?" And I went off on my B, and I was like, "You know what? Because like I'm just like not a petty person," and I went off on my rant, and I was like, "So I'm going to talk about this." And she looks at me and she goes, "You know, everything that just came out of your mouth was petty, like petty as fuck." And I had to like take a step back, and I was like, "Fuck! (laughs) There is nothing more petty than being petty on a podcast publicly, a public pettiness." You know what I mean?
0: Was I publicly petty today?
1: No, not at all. I actually thought you were very PG. Okay. I'm like, doubt your ex-girlfriend is listening. And if she is, like, I'm sure it's very serious.
0: Okay, programming note, guys. Uh, At the end of the year, on the last day of 2018, we are going to be posting a special year-in-review episode featuring some very brilliant journalists who are bringing us their top picks from the year. And I just want to mention that because the biggest feedback we've gotten on the show so far, it is not Alana's cursing. No. It is not the volume of our voices. It is not how hot we are. It is (laughs) this debate... Over the song Shallow Shallow. from A Star Is Born. You guys are crazy. I mean, I love it. (laughs) Obviously, we enjoy this debate, which is why it keeps coming up. But you guys are in on it, which we really appreciate. So, first of all... Tweet us, DM yes. us, keep all your thoughts. It. We're getting gonna... shallow versus I'll never love again. In the validity of shallow as a pop radio song. Yes. Um. Anyway, so you better believe that we are going to ask our guests on that year-end episode what they think of shallow. Tell so me
1: something, boy. Get ready for. That's it. what we're going to do. We're, I'm just going to we're keep just gonna serenading. Sing a line. <laughs> that's the plan it's so funny everyone is like yo star is born like why are you guys even every i got texts over that and i was like okay but what about pronouns
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about pronouns um yeah, yeah a lot I mean, of wants people to be as worked up about pronouns as they are about that movie but we'll get there we'll get there we're all evolving
1: are you trying something feel that Oh Remember God. That? okay
0: well i'm gonna sing <laughs> the other song next episode so get ready no, that's a belter. No, you're gonna be crying gonna in be your headphones, bummed. and you're gonna be puddle. pretending
1: that you're just singing to everyone that's ever wronged you. They're
0: just singing to you, boo. No, oh, thanks for when you wrong me in the future. I so will you can never. always remember that song.
1: Always remember us this way. Great song from the stars born. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
1: <laughs> Mike asked "Draw to you by <laughs> Bradley Star. Cooper."
0: Okay. Uh, so coming up next, the brilliant, the one and only Miss Eaves. Happy to be here today. (laughs) So happy to be here today. We have a guest in-house who I had the immense and unexpected pleasure of seeing perform at the House of Yes a few months ago now. I was there, uh, it was the night before my birthday, and it was a party for Bust Magazine, who are having a 25th anniversary? 25th. 25th, yeah. Um, and my friend Mondana was there, my very new friend. And I didn't realize, but would quickly learn that Mondana has only the coolest friends, <laughs> <laughs> including one of the performers that was performing that night, Miss Eves. So I was introduced to you and to your music for the first time that night. And That's great. it blew me the fuck away. What a fucking moment. It was so Awesome. That's so good to hear. So, hi. 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 Thanks for having me. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. When Yeah, so when we launched this podcast and I was thinking who would be perfect to have on the show and that I might actually have a chance of booking because maybe I know somebody, <laughs> I thought of you. Great. <laughs> well, I'm there glad we to be here. Um, yeah, and you're also, also waking up. With us on this. Yes, I'm normally. Rough morning. I'm a freelancer, so I don't
2: get out of bed <laughs> before like nine, and I don't put on pajamas, take off pajamas before like. 5 p.m. My roommate's like, I'm coming home. I'm like, okay, I'll shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a nice roommate, actually. I don't think I've ever showered for a roommate. I mean, I just would feel like a slob. Like like, I'm still wearing the same dinosaur onesie I was the <laughs> night before, so I'm like, let me just at least put on a fresh onesie. change it up. Yeah, yeah it put cute. on. A, yeah. <laughs> Not even look cute. Just put on a fresh onesie. Right,
1: right, 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 right. Replace. Um, just so you guys know, also, Miss Eves is wearing the most amazing leggings you'll ever see. In your life. They're Describe green. them
0: since it's a podcast. They're
1: green. Go on. I was going there. Okay, Jess. sorry. Don't look at me with those eyes. Just, just reminding you. They were they're green. They have Frida Kahlo's face printed all over them, and they are fucking rad. And when I asked her where she got them, she said that she made them online. So <laughs> 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 I'm jealous. But here we are. We don't have. Those just we wanted to give you guys a visual of what's happening this morning. That's all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, all right. I would like to read a little description of you that is actually just from your website. Oh so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you wrote it, but I but it's no, so I- well articulated
2: yeah i like got a friend to write our several friends wrote it over time okay, and i was like okay, this okay. needs to be really like fun yeah. and
1: it's
0: perfect so <laughs> okay because i read it and i was like well whoever wrote that has articulated this better than i'm going to so i'm just gonna steal it
1: so this in your is- best stage voice <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> let's get started together okay ready her fierce, femsy, electro pop rap dance explosions celebrate confident women who aren't afraid to love themselves and own their sexuality, all with a take no shit attitude that pushes back at the patriarchy, haters, and anyone else who tries to keep her down.
1: Ow! Boom!
0: Uh, and that's exactly what your music sounds like in your whole, I hate to use the word brand, but you do more than just music. You're yeah. a whole thing.
2: I'm a visual artist too. So, like, I'm, yeah. I went to art school and design school. So, that's like my main background and then I got into music later
0: okay yeah oh so many questions well (laughs) so so you got into music when you say later like in the last five years no like for 10 years but like
2: but like later after I like it wasn't when I was in college when I was doing it like I started doing music after I graduated from college okay so like I mean I was always into art and things like when I was in like high school and like even when I was like a child my Parents were like really good at fostering a good art arts education, so uh-huh, they would give me awesome. like take me to drama camp. I like went to like claymation camp and like oh my oh, yeah, they were really yeah. I was like in dance classes and it was really cool. Um, and then I went to design school for college. And then when I graduated, I started working as a designer. Um, but then I like a few years later, that's when I started making music.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. And was your visual art also this like very? pro-women pro-sexuality body positive vibe too well my visual art it's very political
2: so it's been described as political cartoons I don't make it as much anymore Mm -hmm. um but it was just basically I had a site when I graduated from college called informed revolution so every week I would make a new visual reaction to what's going on in the world so they would be like these really political illustrations that I would do Uh
0: uh-huh like what's an example of a political um,
2: illustration? One is just like a family like sitting around a table and all their faces were just completely blank, like no features. And then there's the color bar. I mean, no one knows about this now, like the TV color
0: bars that oh, yeah, yeah, when absolutely. it's like not working. <laughs> right, no, right, right, yeah. right, right.
1: Oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool. Um, and when did this kind of uh. When was the political artist born in you? Like, did you always have that lens on the world? Um, I think
2: it was just when I realized I was in such a bubble and I was just like ashamed of myself. It was when Katrina happened and mm-hmm. then like three oh. days had passed and I was like, I had no idea that that was going on. And then I was like, wow, there's been three to four days of people just suffering and I've just been like oblivious and yeah. living in my own world. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you got to do better. So you know? what, yeah. what were
0: you doing that year? That year, I just graduated. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you were just
1: doing so was like like, in the, my, like the the early, 20s. Right. early 20s. Early yeah. 20s, twerk
2: off. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I was right. just like in my own world, you know, just having a good time. But I was like, this is I need to be more aware socially yeah. and politically. And I shouldn't just be so selfish because I felt really bad because I'm just like, I'm a very privileged person. And the fact that like. I am so privileged that I can just, like, ignore and, like, put blinders on Mm -hmm. to other people's suffering. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. And I'm like, that has to be a problem with a lot of people in my generation. So that's why I started Informed Revolution. So it's like, if I'm suffering from this and I'm a very, like, nice and conscientious person, I'm I'm sure there's lots of other people who are having the same issue where they're not like oh, yeah, they paying They talk, the talk but, right.
0: Yeah, wait, that's so interesting you say that. I rem- I had that same experience with Katrina because I had also just graduated from college. I was living in New York for the first time and Katrina happened on my birthday yeah. and I remember yeah. thinking like, oh my God, another hurricane over my birthday. It's all <laughs> anyone wants to talk about. Yeah. I've never lived through a natural disaster right. and I didn't understand the magnitude of Katrina right. at all, obviously. So I remember my first reaction being like, ugh, this like really depressing news story that's yeah. happening today. Yeah. And yeah. then after a few days being like, oh. This is so serious. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah.
2: So huh. so it was just like an evolution from that. Yeah. Um, like I started like painting on um, just like trash surfaces because I'm also wanting to think about how much we waste. So I would just take old cabinet doors and That's old awesome. like doors and like do these collages on it so one it was called Target Practice and I took this photo of my friend who's just like in her underwear and I put a Target like over her crotch area and there's like a beaver in the center Love that. you know because yeah. it's just like that was at the time I mean it's still going on but like a lot of like the Tea Party was like trying to take away women's rights to choose right. mm-hmm. and a lot of women's reproductive rights and yeah. so
0: now the Tea Party is just the Republican Party yeah now they're <laughs> literally just Republicans literally, yeah.
2: yeah and Noam Chomsky he said that the Republicans are the most dangerous organization to ever exist in human history and I'm like yeah I feel that because it's really bad right?
0: yeah they're coming for us Yeah,
2: and the environment I mean they just don't care they're gonna like they're the only people the like, only group in human existence that's making it Impossible for humans humans to exist because of how they're engaging with the environment. Right.
0: Yeah. Either because that is their explicit agenda or they are complicit and they're letting it happen in their own party. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Where are you from? I'm from North
2: Carolina. Okay. So I've only been in New York for five years. So Mm -hmm. I lived in North Um, Carolina. Yeah, I lived in North Carolina. I'm like, country (laughs) bumpkin. It comes out. Like, me and my roommate, we were in the car, like, driving back from like the show I was playing on Saturday uh-huh. and I just started talking about chitlins and all of a sudden my southern accent came out. It's like there's what certain things What
1: is hold? <laughs> What's a chitlin? Chitlins?
2: Yeah. Oh, they're pig intestines. Oh, yeah. like it's, a... it's like a southern. Not like I wouldn't say I guess I would say it's a delicacy but some people are like repulsed by it, but Is it fried like it's... a chicharrón? No, no, no. <laughs> no, not. no, okay, southern, yeah, no that's, that's it's not. It's so, like it's <laughs> like stewed and oh. you put it over rice. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it has a flavor.
1: Yes. I mean, when winter yeah
2: it's not like it's something that's like i'll eat once a year with my family because i don't yeah. really eat a lot of meat but like there's something about like chitlins i'll eat that with my family like once yeah. a year like on thanksgiving and i'm like I'm check yeah. <laughs> ate chitlins now i can
1: just have kale
2: smoothies for the rest of the year and be fit.
1: <laughs> so you're on the road trip you're talking about chitlins and what happened
2: i just started like talking so southern my roommate was like Girl. I was like, <laughs> and then I get some fried chicken and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what's going on here? I jumped yeah, out. Like, this is who, who are I you? Am. I know. I'm like, this, this is, who I, is I who I am inside. Yeah, but yeah. no
1: greater place to be than New York City. Well, A, because I love New York City, but such a place to like <laughs> – Really, be yourself. It's the ultimate melting pot, you know. Absolutely. so many types of people from so many walks of life. And if you're going to be coming out with this super important message, and you want to be sharing that shit, yeah, this is a place to be.
2: Absolutely, and I love that you can just do whatever here, and people just don't pay attention, right? Like I've made like music videos where I was just having the most erratic, bizarre behavior, like on the train, and people are just like looking at their phones, Literally. like couldn't even be bothered. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, but that I feel like could also speak to this other. Sad part of New York now that yeah. is just, like, it's become kind of bland and people aren't, like, out there trying to find cool art. They're here to, like, make a lot of money right? They live in really expensive apartments and push the artists and poor people out. No, it's so true. And I yeah. blame the tech companies. I blame, Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I blame tech because they, like, definitely... Who are moving into, like, so Bushwick, right? I know. Get out!
0: Bushwick is in it Silicon Valley? I'm like, what?
1: Nobody asked you. I know. Horrible. Williamsburg is already right. done. Like, it's right. already ruined.
2: And then they're moving. I mean, if they come to bedside, I will. <laughs> Revolt. <rip laughs> <laughs> You're ready. I will. I'm fucking. You're, like, You're ready to fuck leave. Fuck
1: someone up. Yeah, no. I was
2: like, get out of my neighborhood. Literally, Just bye. leave. Um, yeah. And it's, like, a problem. Like, the whole wealth disparity and, like, this time and human existence it's never been so extreme where there's so like such, such poverty and such extreme wealth that's held by such few people. I mean, I guess maybe like the kings of like the middle ages but sure do
0: we want to be like <laughs> no. the kings in the middle ages and the, no. the peasants yeah, working in mean, the serfs working in the fields it's funny because I lived in LA for a few years and I remember one day I lived in West Hollywood which was nice but I would still like walk around the neighborhood and I would if I would look in a certain direction like the Hollywood hills were behind me mm. where like that's where the super rich people live yeah. and I was like oh this is like medieval times you can look up to the top <laughs> of the mountain and see the <laughs> castles <laughs> right and then like right. the serfs are like working the land below them. It's so so wild. Actually actually set up like that. It's wild. I
2: was watching this documentary about just like trash and how like that is telling the story between like the the wealth disparity. Like how because people are so wealthy they're just throwing away things that aren't actually trash. Right. It's just they just are like "Ah, I don't want this boat. I'll just throw it away. Right. And then you know someone like a family of five is like I'll just live here. You know and it's like or they're eating the waste. We have so much food waste and people are like also like like trying to live off of it but it's the access to that food waste is blocked by corporations like walmart will will lock up their dumpsters Mm. where people can't get all the food they're throwing away which that could feed so many people and it's just like
0: this is such a problem that's crazy it is also rich people don't even want to see trash (laughs) it's like let's put that somewhere we don't know where the trash goes we don't know where landfills are barges blind eye right yeah it's fucked up um yeah Uh, Okay, so when did you then pivot into music and why? So I have a desperate need or attention. I love when people right, look at sign? me and like clap. Leo. Yes. You're like, oh, yes. people are looking at my art. That's not me. That's my art. So how it's like, I... look at me. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right, around. right. Um, So <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I was dan- dating a noise musician. We were in a band and the band was a little noisy but like the whole thing of the band, it was called the Sugar High Gang. Ooh. I can't really sing but I was like, I bet you I could learn how to rap. So I was Hell just yeah. like starting out rapping about really dumb stuff like Smurfs I had a song called Smurfs the hook was just like Smurfs are blue writes itself you know I wrote a song about trapper keepers about wearing spandex pants yes. and how it like makes you feel great so <laughs> I was just like let me just think about the super most
0: super relatable yeah. the most like
2: silly things. Yeah. I just want to write about like super silly like basic stuff yeah. and then when we broke up um I was just like I just want to do music still like I really like this it's fun but let me push it like let me step up my puss because this, <laughs> I cannot get into my 30s still rapping well, about smurfs no. not the best look <laughs> right. so I was just like okay let me just step up my puss and uh. then I that's when I started kind of writing more about like because the politics were always part of me it was always mm. something that was important it was always part of my art so I was like why wouldn't I just make my music also political yeah yeah,
0: yeah. awesome
1: um, Makes some so, real noise. Yeah,
0: yeah, so it was very easy for you to start writing those kinds of lyrics? Yeah, I
2: mean, for me, with lyrics, I'm just literally writing how I feel. I'm trying not to filter myself, mm-hmm. and then I'll, like, polish it. Because if I write something, like, corny, then, like, that sounds corny. But I'll write down all my thoughts first, mm-hmm. and they could be corny. Uh-huh. And then I'll just, like, polish them so it's,
0: like, seems, like, still, like, relatable, yeah. but, like, not... Such corny rhymes sure and then how easy was it also to perform those songs like when i saw you performing you did hump day for example right and i'm like whoa i've never seen a woman like singing about masturbation on stage before and like the song is awesome and also she seems so comfortable like this is her jam like she's just up there doing her thing and all the women in this room were like holy shit this is amazing what i i relate to these lyrics but i've never heard this in a public space before <laughs> yeah, and know, was like yeah. a lot of emotions yeah i think it's just been like a build-up
2: of just like performing for so long yeah because i've been like i was in sugar hacking for like three years and i've been doing the miss ease project for like six or seven okay and so um yeah i mean i guess i'm just like it's fine i just don't think it should be stigmatized i think if yeah. i want to touch my pussy and like I, these are the ways I like to do it, and I want to talk about it because men are constantly talking about their penises, yes. their dicks. Everything's just like, oh, yo, my dick is this and that. And it's like I'm tired of hearing about that. And, <laughs> like, I can also talk – you know, yeah. I can also say that in a way that is almost more – I think it's more interesting that a woman's talking about masturbating because it is something that can be so stigmatized. And yeah. there's so many women that arrive to partnered sex without ever touching their own genitalia and oh, knowing yeah. how to take their own pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, let's just break that stigma. Yeah. Let's like have women feel like empowered non-binary people too like everyone who's not a cis man feel empowered by their own sexuality and their own genitalia and their own pleasure and figuring out what that is and not having that shame and it could be like a lot of my music's really funny and silly because it's like these are things that are stigmatized but let's just like laugh about it and let's like make it like comfortable and approachable and not like it's something preachy or serious but we can also like candidly talk about it totally yeah
0: so when you say do you use Miss Eve's as the name of your project? Or yeah. like like in a public space, do you refer to yourself as Miss Eves or you're just Shanthany? I'm just Shanthony. Okay. And
2: that's the thing. Like people always like, and I need to stop doing this at shows. People are like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey, I'm Shanthony. I just give them my government name. Cause yeah. I'm like, that's me. Right. Um, but I should just be like, I'm Miss Eve so yeah. at least they can like remember me right. More, yeah, 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 you yeah. know? Because I don't want people, because I don't like using Facebook or anything. And I'm right. like really like, ah, like. I don't want to talk to, like, that many strangers. You know, right. So, right, 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 I right, don't right, want that yeah. many people sliding into, like, Shantany's DMs I right. just right. be, like, at a show, if I meet them in a show
1: context, Miss Eves. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what it should be. That way you can keep some element of your private life to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's, like, that whole Gaga, and I don't even know what the... What's, what's Lady Gaga's real name? Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah. Or Halsey, Jeremy, it's like Ashley. Maddie. Yeah, whatever. Point is, you got to keep a part of yourself to right. yourself because otherwise you'll lose yourself.
2: Exactly, and it's also, too, like... I mean, I'm a little bit more, like, in your face with the Miss Ease Project than I am as Shanthony. And mm-hmm. so, like, people get it confused. Like, you're so brave. You're never sad or scared. I'm like, I'm human.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm still sad and scared sometimes. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and how much of what you're doing by using hip-hop is, like, reacting to what already exists in hip-hop, too? Like
2: um, the misogyny
0: that's already in hip-hop and all yeah, that. Yeah, well, I really love
2: hip-hop and i think that's like part of what i'm doing is coming from a love of Mm hip-hop and yeah some of it is like a reaction like um i have this video called tnt Uh where i just objectify a bunch of men like hardcore like i feed this guy like a doggy biscuit i have him on like a chain (laughs) you know it's just like all these guys are just like twerking with their pets it's just like how can i like objectify men the way women have been objectified so it is like that reaction yeah um because, I mean, because we live in such a patriarchy, of course, hip hop is going to be a reflection of that. Right. You know. Right.
0: So, or, or not, if you're making or it. Or not. Or <laughs> not.
2: But I'm just saying, like, if you were, sure. like, mindlessly making it. Totally. You know. Yeah. like, And so that's why I'm just, like, trying to challenge that notion. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. Yeah. Making
1: people more conscious. Right. Like, you're, um, I really want to, and maybe you were going to get to this. But I really want to talk about (laughs) your um, The Body Project. Oh, The Everybody Project. Yes. I love that because... I think a lot of young women slash non-binary people slash people in general um, have grown up seeing a certain type of person. Right. And that's like what's beautiful, right? Yeah, exactly. So seeing all the different people that you have on that feed, I'm like, oh, my God, I can relate to this person. Or, you know, all the days where I think I look like a fat little greasy piglet, Yeah, like maybe I looked cute that day. You know, the point is that it's just like there needs to be a platform for for more people to see more people like themselves,
2: absolutely, and that's why I made it. Like when I first moved to New York, I was just feeling like bad about myself, and yeah, I didn't. I was not a photographer. Like the first photos I took for that project were horrendous, <laughs> um, but I was just like, "This needs to exist." Let me figure out how to like teach myself how to mm-hmm. be a photographer and like also start this project because I wanted to show like all this rate all these different body types. Because one society is super ageist, yeah. So it's just like. You know, if you're not, like, super, like, taut and young, then you're, like, useless. But it's, like, we're just, like, this is just a casing for who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not it's not saying, like, how funny we are, like, how kind we are, how we engage with people, how much we can give. It's just our bodies. Yeah. But, but I think people... a lot of times it's, like, people just want to look at your body and make your body become you. Exactly. And I want it to dig deeper and, like, be like, no, like, let me ask people what they actually like about themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You do that with your music videos too. You know? Yeah, like the video for is it single AF? Oh yeah, with like I ca- cast the older a- woman. Yeah. yeah, I love that yeah. video. Thank you. And it's like I don't think I've ever seen a woman that age and is like just performing a song like that. Right. In yeah, a video, which is so depressing when you realize you haven't seen it before, right. and then you're just like so grateful that someone finally fucking did it. So yeah, and that's what I was trying
2: to do with that video. I was just like, I want to show. Because that's the narrative. If you're over, like, 40 and you're single, you're, like, miserable. Yeah, you're You're, practically dead. Yeah, you're practically dead. You're worthless. You're just a sad person. But it's just like, no, what if she's having a fabulous life and she's feeling great and fun.
1: Yeah. And fun. Fun. Yeah, I, um... (laughs) So, fun fact is I'm shaving my head this Saturday. Yes. And what's so interesting to me is the reactions that I get from people. And just going back to what you're saying. When you tell them that you plan to. When I tell them that I'm going to shave my head. Yeah. yeah. A lot of men are like, oh, well, do you, are, you sure? are you sure you want to do that, though? Because, like, yeah, sure. you know, if, if you do want to date a man, maybe um, they might not want to date <laughs> just you. Just like in case you want to date in a case, man. In case you decide to date a man, they might not want you. Or you're going to look too scary. You're going to come off like this like, or like that. And I'm like, first of all, everyone fucking relax. It's right. my head. It's your head. And like, <laughs> why are you going to come and say that I'm going to look? As- I'm still the same me on the inside. Right, and
2: you still have the same face. It's literally
1: me <laughs> without the fucking head or the hair. I'm like, are you donating no. your hair? With the head. So I will donate it if it's healthy enough. Right. Um, my mom and my aunt both have alopecia and they're both bald. Like, they have no hair anywhere on yeah. their body. So for me, it's, it's more than just... Uh, like a liberation movement or like doing something new but it's also like supporting and also just like reminding other women like you don't need your hair to be beautiful or for people to look at you and think like Oh, she has a she has a great cut, or like oh blah blah, and judge you on appearance. I want people to like look at me and talk to me.
2: No, absolutely. You know, you're just, like stripping down those like layers. Yeah, but
1: fascinating when you start talking to people about altering your appearance drastically like that. Oh all of a sudden, gosh. it's like you're fucking track or you're a new person. They're like, oh my god.
2: But that's so what? funny how men are about like hair on your head, but then yeah. they like freak out if there's hair on your pussy. On your and right. it's just like okay, listen. <laughs> there's this one guy I was talking to the yes. other day, and he was just like, I don't like women with hair on their pussy. But I was like, How is your ass? Right, is your ass hairy? He said yes. And I said, how are your balls? Are they hairy? He's like, yes. And I was like, you're trash. That is actually (laughs) trash. Like, that you are going to have walk around here with your hairy ass, probably stinky balls. And you're, you know, and I'm just like, and you're going to tell a woman, like, hair grows
1: there. That is natural. Bye. I love that music video of yours, too, where it's like painting it, doing whatever you want. I was like, fuck yeah, celebrate pussy hair. Yeah. Let's go. Bedazzle. Yeah, Yeah, bedazzle it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, (laughs) Jesse? Is it? No, I'm just trying
0: to think like is it that at some point society switched on that point and so now me- men think it's disgusting or is it mm. like like a like no hair makes them think of like a young woman so that's what's going on I think on what there? it is is like actually it's porn. <sighs> yeah, I and, was uh, literally stressed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah go, it's just go.
2: porn and like and porn does it because like it's a movie so mm-hmm. you want the angles and you want I mean right people need to realize porn is not sex like porn does not reflect sex the stuff that people do in porn does not always feel good in real life it's Mm -hmm. just for like movie magic Mm -hmm. just as in like the way that people cook in movies that's not gonna taste good right
1: right (laughs) Right.
2: it's just for like the magic of it and so i think just because it's so pervasive that people watch so much porn they're like oh this is how it should be right and it's distorting it's like ruining people and hairy
1: pussies are like a fetish Right, in a different category.
0: It's so weird. It's, it's just, just like that's just normal. Do yeah. you think that the ideal solution would be no porn or porn made by more kinds of people for more kinds of people? Well, the only porn I
2: watch is Crash Pad. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that. It's like uh, a queer. It's a queer porn site, oh. and it's like all different body <laughs> types. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's paid, but I, I, like like I feel like you know, know, I feel bad. like we should start paying for porn because that's how you get like good body positive, Hell, like yeah, porn that's not promoting rape culture, you know, right. you get, like, healthy porn. So I really like that. Crash Pad, I recommend it. Okay. Um, and it's so just you would like, say
0: more representative porn.
1: Yeah, exactly. and there's, like, all body types. There's, that. like, trans people. There's, like, yes. everyone.
2: It's just, like, very
1: inclusive. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. I vote for that. Expand porn. <laughs> with I- more... Female directors, yes, exactly. Because regular porn, that shit is male gazy as fuck. So male gaze. Uh-huh. Like the lesbian porn on male directed sites <gasps> is literally. <laughs> I'm like, in what fucking world do people scissor like that? A, <laughs> B, like, why are they? It's just, it's so like you know that heavy hand was like a man's view the entire time. Oh, absolutely. Four is... men. Four men. Is... Yeah.
2: <laughs> I have the funniest conversations with men, and I'll just tell them they're trash. But like this one <laughs> guy, he was just like. Oh yeah, like I'm I'm becoming more feminist now. I only watch lesbian porn. I was like, I bye. can't with you,
1: literally, bye. <laughs> because like literally
2: the porn, the lesbian porn that's made by like men, it's so male gazy it's so male not like even. Like
0: we have a friend who would say something like that.
1: Yes, we do. Uh,
0: that's yes, hilarious. Do.
1: Um, oh, yeah. porn, porn. Talk about porn all day.
0: No, but I just I I. I agree with everything you guys just said but when you were talking about how like porn is not real it made me wonder even if like all porn was made by queer women would it still be misleading because it's still movies
2: oh but I think that's just the thing people need to say like Porn is fun. Because yes. porn is fun. Right. But like, you know what's better when I'm having sex? A conversation right. with my partner yes. about what they want. Right. And hey. about, hey, like
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> negotiate. What are you into? <laughs> Let's negotiate them boundaries. Yes. That's yes. sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, completely agree. I agree. I think there's a way to direct it, a way to have it exist in the porn world without being so male gazy, but still um showing diversity, but also reminding people like This is just a movie. Go have sex with the person you want to have sex with. Exactly. IRL. Yeah. And you can touch those people. (laughs) Yes, Exactly. That's So
0: so we are recording this a week after the midterm elections. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which I'm guessing you feel like okay about how those went. And it's getting like... It's better, getting better and better. And better. Yes. It's just like what? <laughs> I didn't keeps think It keeps on giving. Yes. It keeps giving, and I'm just like <laughs> fingers
2: crossed for Stacey Abrams, mm, fingers yes. crossed for Andrew Gillum. Mm-hmm. Like, let them co- come through. Like, come seriously, through. Count like those votes. all these yes. like Republicans are repressing votes, gerrymandering district. It's like wild. Bye. And I'm just glad they're in there for the fight. Like, I'm one of my clients is Black to the Future. It's run by Alicia Garza, and she's like like, pushing for these, like, supporting these candidates. Uh-huh. Stacey Abrams is one of them, Andrew Gillum, and I'm like, yes! When yes. I was, like, seeing that it wasn't over, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. that feels so good. That's oh, yeah. amazing. Um,
0: oh, yeah. So you dropped a little treat. was oh, it right, yes! Was it right after the? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you about that. Because <gasps> <gasps> I was
2: like, I had to teach myself After Effects to do that animation video. It's really and was oh, good. Oh, you did that? Yes. And I was like, let me just learn how to do this before the midterms. Let me just drop it, mm. you know? But it's, it's like, it's been a little... I need to, like... I want more people to watch it, but it's not, like, it's something press will pick up because, like, most press... Most press uh, outlets, I think, yeah. can't be that opinionated about mm. impeaching Trump because they mm. will alienate some of their base who are maybe moderate to like you know um, and so that's the position I'm mm-hmm. in. So now I'm just trying to get the people to see it.
0: But you can report yeah. that an artist has dropped the political track right. without being political. Right. Right. Oh that makes me angry. Well it's called Santa please. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> so fucking it's also really catchy. Yeah. Even if you love Trump, maybe you like it because it's just like it's a good earworm. <laughs> it really is. Um but it's basically asking Santa for impeachment. <laughs> exactly. For whatever <laughs> holiday you celebrate over the winter. It could be so that's right. You can still ask Santa. I'm Jewish. I have Santa. And I will definitely be asking for impeachment. Um, and this will be the soundtrack for my Christmas wishes. But yeah, it's, yeah, it it's the really, anthem. really good. It is the anthem. So is this a standalone or do you have more new music coming? What's going on?
2: Um, well, I'm talking to someone about working on an EP, but that's just nice. like in the process. So I can't okay. even really be like, that's a sure thing. And you also
0: just dropped one. I just dropped right? an EP called Me AF yeah. in August. And Um, Feminasty was the full-length album that came out last year. Yeah, yeah. it came out last year. So you put out lots of new music fairly recently.
2: Right, and so I'm just like trying to figure out what I'm doing for 2019. I'm trying to work on, Aren't like, booking, like, yeah. a Midwest tour. And I'm cool. also talking to, like, doing a small tour in Germany and the UK. Oh, and so I'm, like, working on that oh, now. I feel
0: like you would do so well in Germany. Crush it in oh, yeah, Berlin. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, I went there just, I was just there, like, three months ago. And yeah. so now, like, I'm using my contacts from there. Like, it's easier to book the shows mm-hmm. going forward. But, yeah, it's just hard because I'm, like, so DIY. And sometimes I'm just, like, I'm just so underground. Like, I don't know, like. Right. How can I expose my music to more people? But you know, just keep fighting the good fight, I guess.
1: Take that shit, yeah. all over. But yeah. at the same time, like you
0: have glowing reviews from some mm-hmm. pretty mainstream yeah. media. Yeah. So I guess it's just like that snowball effect, just picking up more. As you right. Go along. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we all have nasty merch. Cost. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would get a, yeah. a sweater. I
2: ha- I have- well, I have um, a thunder thighs t-shirt. I design all my merch myself, so all I right. have like a, a thunder thighs t-shirt, a Miss Eve t-shirt. I can give you guys stickers. Yes. Um, we love stickers. So I have a lot of sticker options. Yeah. Where can listeners
0: find your merch? Yes.
2: Um. They right now. Yeah. Well, right now they'll just have to email me, and I'll. <laughs> 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 it's like I took down my merch store. It got like so complicated because it was just like I did not like the tax situation. Yeah, yeah. And my accountant, she's in North Carolina. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, honey, I'm not even trying to play with the IRS. So I just took it down. Until I could figure out what was going on. <laughs>
1: so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I fucking feel that. Um, all right, is it time for the hot takes wheel? Yeah. Okay. All right, a lot so of prop it up. This bad boy is our hot takes wheel. Oh shit. Okay. So basically it has a bunch of topics. Oh. You spin the wheel and pull at it. Don't peek. Okay, I was you like. You gotta pull at it hard. Okay. And then whenever we stop on, <laughs> we talk about quickly. Okay. A hot take. So all right, okay. give it a spin. Give like it a whirl. Anna white. Yes. <laughs> okay, Jesse. What is it? Oh shit! It's Can the- a
0: woman or non-binary person perpetuate the male gaze, oh, or does shit. your identity define what your gaze is?
2: Oh, oh my That's god! A very interesting question. Oh my god! But I would say yes. Yes. Because I feel like um, a lot of times, because like the male gaze is defining what's susceptible, what's attractive, mm-hmm. and then like if there's like a woman who's very like. Uh, like higher up I guess in pop culture that's just like and now I'm saying this because that's how I'm conforming and I'm like kind of showing all the other like women and girls that are my fans or non-binary people that are my fans this is how you have to be to be successful Mm -hmm. I think that is perpetuating the male gaze. I agree
1: and I feel like it happened a lot I mean obviously it still happens now but like our moms and grandmas you know we were raised to be like well you know you have to sit like this because that's what a lady does and my mom when I used to burp at the dinner table (laughs) used to say how are you ever going to get a man burping like that at the table. Right, and uh, my mom is a fucking G, by the way. But yeah. shit that when she said that, I remember realize. being like, well, I can burp all I want. And if the man or woman doesn't like me, then fuck you. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, we're born, like, as little people, that's what the women before us were taught to be. Right. right? so yeah yeah.
0: it's like how they say you can't break the rules until you understand the rules Mm -hmm. and so it's not good that this is how we've all grown up but you do learn what has traditionally been the male gaze Mm -hmm. and so then that's what you start regurgitating and then hopefully at a certain point you realize what you're doing and you realize what you've been taught is one way of seeing the world and then you can break it and then perpetuate your own gaze but yeah I think there's tons of women out there and non-binary people and all of us. Right. Are furthering the system along without knowing it, Mm -hmm. which is why, like, we want to do this podcast to just be like, time out. Let's think about what we're all putting out into the world and be intentional about it. Totally, yeah. Yeah. And let's
1: talk about this stuff. Yeah. Like, people for some reason feel like I can't really say that out loud, or I don't know if I can talk about this with people. And we just participate in conversation, or we participate rather in conversation that's heavily directed by the male gaze. Right. God forbid we bring up something like this. Everyone's like, oh, taboo. Time out. Bye. Go run away yeah exactly you know so for us it's like this is a space where even though we don't know everything and i say that all the time we don't know everything about everything we're not the ones to educate we just want to fucking talk like we want to bring people into our salon as jesse calls it uh-huh and just talk right because this shit is important right yeah. and i
2: mean there needs to be the pioneers that are like talk there needs to be the people that are starting to have the conversations and then those conversations get easier exactly yeah
1: right. exactly because we want the kids do it for the kids do
2: it for the kids yeah yes. children,
0: children of the future um but I'm just—I don't know. I'm in awe of the work that you're doing. Absolutely, oh, it's Thank so you. important. Thank you. And Absolutely. if we can like expose your art to three more people, then I feel like we've done our work today. And that is great. <laughs> I mean, the three
2: people—that is vital. <laughs> you know, because you people never know. Three you more never people. know the three people. Right. That's how it happens. That's and, right. that's and that's what I was talking about—the Santa song. I just think that like it's not going to be the press who's going to tell that story. It's going to be people. Sharing it with their friends that are going to like get the word out. That's the resistance,
0: baby. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's also math. Well, Shanthony, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Guys, Miss Eves, find the music. It's all the places that you listen to music. Buy the merch when it's ready. Buy the merch. (laughs) Go to the website. (laughs) Email. Watch the videos, which are huge on YouTube. Oh, like, yeah. Millions of views. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is amazing. All right, guys. Remember to subscribe to the Female Gaze Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcasts. Follow us. Feeling Female your
1: Gaze Pod at Female Gaze Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Throw us a like, a follow, a DM if you're nasty.